Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week's episode was inspired by the new houses, the new townhouses that are being built on the road beside my house. So I went over and talked to the realtor that was selling all these new townhouses and I just wanted to find out what the properties were worth. What she told me was they were worth about 510000 for these little townhouses. And it made me think, after, after I'd left the site, it made me sit there and think, and I went, I wonder if it would actually make more sense to rent these properties than to actually buy them, because they're getting so expensive, and the rent is not in ratio. So typically I'm looking for like the 1% rule. So if a property is $100,000, I want it to rent for $1,000 a month. And $200,000 property, I want it to rent for $2,000 a month and so on and so forth. But there's no way that this $510,000 property is going to rent for $5,000 a month. So it, it, it pushed this question to my head and I basically ran back in the house and I had to get out my Excel sheet and break down all these numbers to see what I thought it would actually work out to. And when I got done, I thought, you know what, maybe someone else would like to see my work. So I put this out as a podcast. So this is how I, I calculated it out. So this is a $510,000 property. Let's get out our calculator here. 510000 and we're going to need to put down 20% on that. So that's $102,000. So put that over here. Hundred and two, oops, sorry, thousand dollars. Perfect. Okay, and we're also going to be doing five hundred ten thousand dollars times eighty percent for how much mortgage we're going to be having. And we'll copy that. And I just love the uh, CIBC mortgage calculator, so. I'm going to use that for my numbers, and I'm just going to use the rates that they had on the site, so I'm not filling in whatever I could actually get. But anyway, so we came up with this nice 1758 is going to be the amount of the mortgage. Let's pop that into my little calculator over here. And 1758 uh, insurance. Let's just make a nice even thousand dollars a year divided by 12. I like to do everything monthly. Uh, property taxes, I have no idea what it would be, but let's just say 3000 divided by 12. Boom. Oh, and um, because this is like a, you're living in this house, you are actually earning equity, so I want to subtract that off to make it to try and level the playing field. Well, so also, there's the equity that we've earned in this time. So we got, in this five-year term example, it's going to be $44,000 that you earn in the five years. So let's add that in here, too. Equal to that, divided by five years, divided by 12, because they were everything monthly. Oops. Oh, it doesn't like commas. Voila. Okay. So we have um, a prob a approximate cost of 1355 is what it actually costs. So the next thing to do is to figure out what, the, uh, what a townhouse would rent for in this area. So, I pulled up Kijiji, actually still have it up here. I just went for a townhouse in Cambridge, and I sorted it over here on the right by uh, from highest to lowest just to see what the most expensive townhouse on the market right now is. 
and that came out to 1960. So we'll throw that as our comparable. So the rent is 1960. Um, oops, went down here. 1960. Yeah, it works better. Delete. All right. So the other part we're missing here is that if we had, if we were going to rent and we had $102,000, instead of putting it into paying off this house, or sorry, using it as our deposit on this house, let's just see we could invest that same money. And we're going to do it at 10%, uh, let's say. Uh, divide by 12. There. So we could probably earn $850 uh, if we're doing 10% divided by 12. Um, so the actual cost if you're gonna rent to buy w it, so the renting would cost about uh, $1,100 whereas to buy the property uh, it's gonna cost you per month $1,355 so it actually in this situation it's actually cheaper to rent even when you're factoring the equity you're earning over time I know it's not factoring appreciation and some other things that'll come in the way I look at it is appreciation is icing on the cake. So if you if you throw that out the window and just assume that the market's going to stay the same, yeah, it makes a lot more sense in this situation to rent than to buy. Which then, it, my next thing that popped in my head was, okay, what is the break-even number, right? So I, I came over here, and let's just come up with some numbers, probably 2,100 maybe. Oops, 2200 So approximately there, plus 5 hours, 2205 So if you wanted to actually break even, like to say, if you're going to buy or rent, it was exactly the same, you'd need to be renting that property. As long as the rent was $2,200, you would, it wouldn't make a difference if you're buying or renting. So that was the, the main line point there. So next, I got thinking, well, there's that line. What about if I just went and checked this out, figured this out for all the different uh, prices to try and make a graph? So I went through, and I like the $65,000 price point, so I threw that in just for fun. But sixty-five, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred four, up to 500000 the property taxes, I made it lower or higher, depending on kind of where it would be as just a quite approximates. So I came up with some uh, some things I could graph now. Um, I also put the 1% rule on here just because I, I like that for, because we're real estate investors, and that's where I like to put on my graphs. So I sat and analyzed this a little bit, and I looked it over to say, hey, what this blue line is the even mark between where it doesn't really make any difference if you're renting or buying. That's the, that's the line that goes across. So based on that being the even price, so below the line would be where it makes sen more sense to rent, and above the line would be where it makes more sense to actually own the property because it's actually a better deal. So here, I've labeled this up for you as well. I found that there's this line that exists where you can actually, where it makes sense to not actually live in the house you're living in, but it really depends on the price point and what the rent you can get for the property is. If you're interested in this Excel sheet I just built, feel free to go over to my website and send me an email from there and I will happily send it to anyone who's interested. But it, it's kind of interesting because then you can figure out 
if where you're living, you might be in a neighborhood where it actually makes more sense to rent and you're actually losing money unless you're banking on appreciation. Appreciation is speculative, and I, I don't think that that's a good investment. You probably could take your money out of your house and do something better with it. I know that that's like a very risky sort of strategy that at least most people feel. They feel that have owning their house is a very safe thing, and I personally do own my own house as well. But it, it, it just breaks down and shows that it actually financially might actually make more sense to rent in certain situations based on the price of the properties to the rent that you uh, can receive. Or sorry, the, compared to the rent that you can pay. Anyway, thanks for joining me this week. If you have any questions, go to my website or leave a comment on the YouTube channel. Thanks. Bye.